Constructing your life is about much more than just building a bank account. Each week, join real estate entrepreneur and mindset coach Austin Linney as he interviews guests who are constructing their dream lives and impacting the world around them on a daily basis. If you're an entrepreneur or wanting to start a business or you just want to hear motivating stories of how others have overcome the odds, you are in the right place. And now for your host, Austin Linney. Guys, welcome back to Construct Your Life. Guys, I mean, I got them. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I got them. It's costing me like a mil two just to get them for this hour. But Mr. David Cohen in the house, how are you doing, my brother? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing good. Dude, are you about to have another kid? I'm about to have another kid, man. On top of that, I'm about to have another girl. So... <laughs> I am, uh, dude, you are my business partner. He texted me last night. He's about to have his second kid, another girl. He goes, can you just text me some aggressive man talk like once a week? Cause my whole life is estrogen. I'm like, <laughs> dude, we're sitting, we're sitting in the, in the, like the 4d thing and they're waiting to hear what we're going to have. And I'm like, all right, go ahead. She's like another girl. I was like, Oh my God. And I, I, I go to her. I'm like, any chance you're wrong? She's like, I haven't been wrong in eight years. I said, fuck, another girl. You know what it is? It's not even the two to four to six. It's the 16, bro. You're screwed. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I watch you, my- you got to sell. You need to, you need to start selling apartments now for 16. Yeah. <laughs> I watched my uncle go through it. And the way I realized that it works is, all right, they're born. They're, they're with, the, with mom, right? Once they start to hit like two and a half, they become daddy's girls. Then they go to like 14 and they don't want anything to do with you until like 20. And then they slowly start to come back. So it's like, you know, and it's yeah. and I, watch, I watch my uncle like, you know, his daughter tell her like, dad, don't even give me a kiss. Like when he, she, he's dropping her off for school and stuff like that. And, and, and from what I hear, it's, it's heartbreaking, man. Dude, And it's here's the deal. My nieces, we have a lot of men in my family, a lot. Like, like there's like maybe four, five girls. They know just who to go to. Soft as butter, dude. I, I can't. The men, I'll be like, go out there and mow the lawn at like two years old. The girls, I'm like, whatever you want. Yeah, that's how, that's how it works, dude. And, but you know what I've noticed? I mean, no disrespect to anybody who has, who has uh, you know, a son or whatever, but girls are the best, man. Dude, they're, they're so better. much better. I truly believe that every corporation should have a woman in charge at some Absolutely. point. Absolutely. Yeah, man. You know, they, they, they simply, they just, they're just better, man. I hate to say that being a man, but they're just smarter. They deal with shit better. They... You know, they're not as, as, you know, quick to act off of, of testosterone or, you know, whatever, like a manly, whatever we think may, may work, dude. They're just about it in all aspects. I, I walk around, I see, I see dudes with, you know, with sons or, or, or mothers with their sons and the, and, and the kid is like going crazy at the mom, like screaming and yelling. I'm like, thank God I have a daughter. Thank God I have a daughter. I love it. Guys, a little backstory. If you didn't listen to the first episode, David kind of went into his story about how he brought up, how he got in the real estate game. So David um, trades off-market apartments, big ones um, around the country. But that's not the news. The news is you started your own, you started your own company, bro. 
I did. Yeah, I did. I uh, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's a yeah. big move for you, man. That's I'm sure you sit on that for a while, huh? You know, I never, I never thought I would leave uh, Keller Williams. Never thought I would leave Keller Williams. I accomplished so many amazing things there. Um, you know, I, I mean, I did it all over there and it just feels, you know, I want to grow and for me to grow, I have to set myself in an uncomfortable position. Um, it's just how I am by nature. If I don't push, if I don't change the, change the, 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 the just aesthetic or, 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 you know, change the scenery around me and, 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 and go build, you know, that, that was what's next for me was to go build something. Um, you know, normally when something like this happens, there's a backstory, there's drama, there's, you know, all these fairy tales, none of it exists. You know, I, I, I was, uh, the number one commercial broker at Keller Williams for a long time at the number one Keller Williams in the country. Right. So with the biggest residential hitters, um, and I love everybody there. And it was just, you know, I was given an offer I can't refuse. Uh, and not only that, I would be stupid to refuse. So, you know, next for me is to build. I have no interest in being the number one real estate agent. I never have. Just happened to be like that, you know, due to the size deals that I've sold. Uh, you know, I want to be legendary. And, uh, and you know, there's a million successful realtors out there, not knocking successful realtors out there. But, um, you know, when you die, none of that shit goes with you. You know what I mean? Well, what I think is interesting about life, and I, I'm, I'm older than you, even though I look a little younger. Um, I think that I think that there are different seasons and transitions in your life. And what I've noticed with you over the last years, you went out and you you hunted, and you're and you're still hunting, but you went out and hunted, and you and you and you let your results speak for yourself. But what I've seen more of you, and I think this is tied into the company is there's a, there's a, you know, I heard this amazing stat in my coaching certification. You, you, you retain 30% of what you hear. You retain 30% of what you write and you retain 80% of what you teach. Mm. And I think that you, you know, you, you kind of had an interesting upbringing, you know, you were kind of on the streets, play basketball. I, just for me and the way we talk, I see that you have more joy in teaching other people that it's possible even more than, you know, a hundred million dollar real estate deal. No, and I'm starting to find a passion for that. Not maybe not starting to find a passion for that. I already have a passion for that, but it's starting to grow. You know what I mean? For me, I'm, I get in a tough position at times because I want to do that because I love it, but I'm only, I'm still 30 and I have a team of, you know, younger agents that work with me that depend on me, you know, and aside from that, my family still depends on me. So, you know, there comes a situation where I can easily say F that, let me put it aside and just do, you know, do the, the, the coaching thing and, and, and probably make some good money. And, you know, but my, my, my passion, my, my, what, what fuels me, what gets me out of bed every morning is still to, to create something out of nothing and find these, you know, these bigger deals and put them together off market. Um, but the coaching thing is, is something that is growing uh, really fast. I only take on so many people because I'm still a real estate broker. I still love to do that. The day that I, that I wake up and I say, man, this is, you know, dreadful, or I don't feel like doing this anymore. then maybe I'll make the switch full time, but I love it. I love seeing the results. I love seeing people grow. 
I love, you know, I love finishing up like something or, or, or talking to someone about something. And then they turn to me and they're like, man, like you have no idea. You, you, this, this blowed my mind. You know, you, you remember, you remember the conversation we had when I was in Colorado, when I was having a rough, this was like four months ago, give or take. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I was like, like I had lost my biggest client. Shit was going South. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. It changed a lot, like six figures, like, you know, and like, holy shit, right? Like there was an opportunity, right? And and having people like you in my corner that says, no, Austin, no, you do this fucker, lean into this fucking shit. Don't you dare run from it. You know, the only, the only, as, as, as I'm getting older and as, you know, this whole situation, having a new, uh, another kid on the way at a young age, right? Um, that'll give me, that'll give me two daughters and a stepdaughter who I love very much. And is so that's three daughters, right? All I'm realizing is, you know, in those times that you, you kind of get down on your, first of all, if you're not overthinking, right? And you're not thinking, man, should I walk away? You're just like everybody else. You know what I mean? That overthinking shit is for the geniuses. You, you, you get me? So that, You'd be up to nothing if you just if you just never you know was stressed out or having a million uh, million different thoughts in your head. But the only way to change the situation is to do it. It's just to do, apply, right? Apply the action, whether it's making a million calls, whether it's you know uh, the coaching, whether it's you know just telling yourself, you know what, I'm going to get the hell up and I'm not going to feel like this anymore. It's just about doing it, and then and it's easy. Too many people, you know, many people just look at a million things and they try to do all those things to get to one, you know, to get to the floor when you just start at the floor. And, and, and if you just do think all those things will change by themselves. But I'm you know, glad it, thank you. What's interesting about entrepreneurship as it just triggered in my head is unlike a job where you have a salary and this is what you make. Let's say you have a shitty Monday. Well, you're still getting paid the same on Tuesday, but in entrepreneurship or working for yourself, you have a shitty Monday and there's no limit the next day. You could have an amazing day. A deal could come through, a client could close up. That's why I love it because it can change just like that. that. That is exactly what keeps me going. Exactly what keeps me going. I talked to so many people about this. You, there, there are days where I don't feel like doing this anymore. There are days where I will wake up and, and you, know, you, you have nothing, no deals to work on. And then in the matter of one phone call, or one day, all of a sudden you got 10 things to work on. So in the beginning, I would get, so you know, you kind of, you kind of let it eat you. And now when you're, when you're at, at like a, my level, it's like, dude, it doesn't matter, whatever, you know, you lose out on a deal, 10 more is, is going to come. It's, it's just the way, the way it happens. One of the things I see, and I'm about to work on this with a new client is especially when they're new to the business, this is investor or agent, dude, they're so fixated on said deal. They, you know, they've gone seven scenarios deep with me. And then I have one question for them. Yeah. Do you, do you have an offer in? No. Well, then what the fuck are we talking about? Yeah. And it's, that's all, you know, that, that's the goal too, right? All you got to do is more offers you get in more chances you have at making a deal happen. Mm-hmm. So even, even if what do you, what do you, how do you, how do you teach yourself like, cause when you lose a deal or something goes sideways, you're losing, it's not a, we're not talking about a $500,000 house. We're talking about 
multiple millions. How do you condition yourself? Is it just practice or is there something that you tell yourself to create that abundant mindset? Like God has got a better plan for me than that deal I just lost. And that only comes by losing deals. See, in the beginning, you lose deals, you don't sleep, you're stressed. Wifey's looking at you like, you know, you're watching TV, uh, whatever movie, and you know, after when, when work is supposed to shut off and you're at home and your mind is in the middle of nowhere, you know, and people can see that your children notice why, because you're so fixated on the income you, you, you should have, you could have made. Right. Mm-hmm. You get to a point where realize you, you kind of realize, uh, you know, every life, it all happens for me. Right. Not, not to me. Then, then you're good to go because mm-hmm. you just have to have faith. If you're, if, if you go into that mode for lose, from losing a deal, guess what? You have no faith. Someone, some, someone who, whose faith is as strong as it needs to be realizes it's not for them anyways. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. so nothing to stress about. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, the last two weeks, I think I've lost somewhere north of like $60,000 or whatever the fuck you want to call it of, of commitments that didn't come through and so on and so on. And like in the past, like that really would have like spun me for a loop. I literally don't care anymore because it's about not getting caught up in the details. It's about abundant surrender. Let's go move, move, move. Because here's the deal. You know what it takes for me money-wise to impact one person a day? Fucking nothing. That's facts. And so the question is, if that's my legacy, then who gives a fuck how much money I make? That's facts. You know, you can't take it with you when you die. You know, but 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 all that... Everything else, right? You impacting people's lives. You do take that with you when you die. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. You know, make, make everybody's everybody's uh, you know outlook on on that stuff is is different. On you know on God, spirituality, sure. whatever. But the karma does go with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The money doesn't. You know, and, and that's what it's about. You know, you. I love nothing more than than sitting. You know, talking <clears throat> talking with an individual one on one and kind of you know just. Telling, letting them know how, how I do things. And if they do it, it will work for them. And then <clears throat> watching it work, it's a beautiful thing. Getting a text message from them like, hey, man, you changed my life or you changed my outlook or you changed my my perspective on, on whatever set you, you, you taught me. It's, it's a game changer. You know, it's a game changer. When my <laughs> I had this weird uh, dream, like kind of something I think about. I would love... To be like 65, 80 years old, walking down the street in Italy and somebody yells out my name and like he runs across the street and like fucking hugs me and goes like, hey, dude, like I quit using fucking meth because of you. Like I heard your podcast like 10 years ago. This is my kid. Like that right there would send me into another stratosphere. (laughs) That's real purpose. You know what I mean? That's and. You know, for me, it even even sounds crazy that I say this. It's just, you know, that's the stuff that really matters. You know what I mean? Not everything else, not how much money you have, what kind of car you drive, you know, how big your house is. That's the shit that really matters is, is how much, how many lives you can you can impact, right? Because that, that's what they say, right? Like my, uh, my uncle's favorite, one of his favorite, uh, you know, sayings is, is, you know, life is about finding your gift and then giving it away. You know, yes. it's absolutely true. It's absolutely yeah. true. You know, it, 10, it, years, 10 years ago, I wouldn't even think like that. Right. But, but no, it, yeah. And I think 
I, I tell everybody, if you truly want to see a company's culture, you look at the top, right? And and I know that even though it's newer to you, I can already tell you in five to 10 to six years what the Cohen company will look like because it's, the culture will be based off of your values and what you value. Now, now here's the rub. This is what people don't get. And this is where it gets dicey. You can still have swagger and walk with purpose. That's the rub. Look, guys, I'm just as competitive as everybody else. I want to do great because the more money I make, the more I can impact. But I do it to myself. There's an internal swagger that I'm trying to roll with. And that's just a personal conversation. It does not need to come out in my social media. It doesn't need to come out when I'm in a group of people. And um, that's where I don't jive with some people out there because, because I think what the rub is, and you probably see this too in your, when you coach people, is what they're portraying. It's pretty scary what's actually under the hood a lot of the times. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You couldn't have said it better. You couldn't have said it better. You know, it's don't get me wrong, right? There's there's times, there's times when you need to you you know you have to flex. Why not? It's no it's normal. But I think for me also, you know, it will rub me the wrong way about about you know about that. Maybe not even rub me the wrong way, but it just, you know, it, it just it's a little different for me. Is I've been blessed, knock on wood you know, to, in my field to accomplish shit that, you know, maybe not even the 1%, right. Definitely no one near my age has deal sizes or, or whatever. So it's like, it, it, you know, and what I learned, what I learned on that level is that the people on that level, they don't give a shit about shit. You know what I mean? They, they literally, they don't care what kind of car people drive, how bragging, if anything, they don't want you to know anything that they've done. Right. They like to stay under wraps. And and, you know, that, that's why society these days too too worried about, you know, impressing and putting out, you know, putting out, uh, making sure that, you know, um, you know, that their their thing is bigger than everybody else. We're trying to show it, you know, that it's bigger than everybody else. Um, but, you know, in, in reality, it just makes you look that that much smaller. You know, you want to you want to know what you want to impress me. Do something I've never done before. You know what I mean? Like, dude, and whatever, and and that's why, because in real estate, chances are it's not going to come. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, for example, yourself in, impacting so many people, uh, and and people actually, you know, I get on calls with people you 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 introduce me to, and 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 they're you know telling me how you change your lives and what an amazing person you are. That that's impressive, right? Uh, people doing doing you know accomplishing amazing things in other fields that I that I never never. That's uh, uh, that's impressive, right? And 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 you know, you kind of know who who who's genuine and who's not. Just so, social media is uh is like the David Blaine of everything these days. <laughs> what? Uh, you know, this is not a this is not you're not putting a resume out or job interview for people. Where I'm merely just trying to get under the hood and kind of you know, this is a big decision for you to start your own company. You're the boss now. You don't you don't have other people to look at. Like what do you, like anybody that's coming to work for you, like what are the requirements, right? Like on a day in day basis. Yeah. So, you know, today, today we had, uh, today I actually had my first, um, 
like team meeting, right? For me, it's different because not only is my team growing in itself, I'm, I'm, I'm we basically opened up a, a commercial real estate firm, right? A brokerage. So I have to manage other people that are not part of my team. Um, and for those people, you know, they can, they can send resumes, right? Agents that want to join is different, but for my actual team, which is what matters to me uh, and what I dedicate most of my time to, we don't, we don't just hire, you know what I mean? And we don't just put an ad out there and, 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 you know, you send me a resume and, and I don't care what you've sold, you know what I mean? Uh, something has to be there. So, you know, the, the people that, that are on my team, they come from referrals from people I care about. Uh, they come from just me, you know, certain people I met on the street could be the freaking bus driver, the, 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 the pizza man that you, you never know. You know what I mean? Something there just has to click. Two of them are, 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 are coaching students of mine. You know what I mean? Something there just has to click, but you know, the, the requirement number one is, is, is to be a good person, be a likable person. You know what I mean? Not, not be braggadocious, just be, be someone that's, that's easy to work with, you know, a, a good person. Um, and then we, we got a cold call, you know, we cold calling, we're cold callers by nature. Um, got to be open to constructive criticism. Uh, you know, we, we, we kind of, uh, and we're a bit outside the box. See, see why they're lucky is because I was the nobody. I was the, the guy doing all the work and reaping none of the rewards. I've been through the shitty splits. I've been, you know, everything. And, and I don't offer them that. So they get to skip, you know, all that. Um, because I'd like to think that because I went through all that, I kind of know what someone would prefer starting out rather than someone, what someone wouldn't prefer. You know what I mean? Cause I I've, I've done it all. You know, it's not like, it's not like I just got, you know, plugged in and, I'll, you know, started at the top and, and, you know, I'm just giving out everything else people do. A lot of my, a lot of my guys are, are, you know, most of them are on 50, 50 splits that, that are new other than, and when I say 50, 50, I'm talking 50, 50 of like larger deals. Right. Uh, other ones are, you know, I literally ask, Hey, what's your split, you know, and they'll tell me their split and I'll, I'll just beat it. You know why? Because I can, because I'm not relying on them also to do business. So, um, Uh, it's, it's eerie how similar we are. So uh, everybody knows I spent 20 plus years in the hospitality business, hotels, sold wine, all that kind of stuff. I had a dream back then when I was like 18, 21. And I wish, I wish this would have happened to me. I wish I worked in LA and would have ran into you. I dreamed that somebody came along and saw that I was great at what I did and shook me so hard that got me into real estate. And so Everybody thinks that I'm doing all my companies because I want to. Mm-mm. No, no. I'm doing those so I can go look at that server, that busser, that car attendant and go, hey, man, you got what it takes. You want a fucking job with some winners? Let's go. Let's go create a life. That's why the fuck I want to do it. Yeah, because, you know, people don't get that chance ever. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. One thing about about, you know doing podcasts with you, doing podcasts with other people. What I realized is the world is much, so much bigger than just Los Angeles, California. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, there's people in, in, in other states that, that couldn't even dream about doing the stuff that, that we've done, you know, and to them, it's, 
you know, it's big to people here. Imagine to, to the person out there who never had a shot, right? And, 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 and they have tons of potential and they could probably be the biggest, best, whatever, you know, in the world, but no, but they'll never get a shot to even prove their, 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 their worth because they just don't have that around them. I just interviewed my, one of my friend's wives and she's in law school about to graduate. They're crushing it in real estate. She's going to go work for him. And she had a kid. She went to college when she was 15, graduated when she was 18, (laughs) had a kid, like graduate college at 18 and had a kid, took three years off and then went to law school. And I said to her, I said, hey, what, what was so special about you that you gave yourself the permission to go after your dreams? That's the difference. So many people, moms, dads, that are in a job or in somewhere that have a gift or have a passion that just around the right people in the right environment can become like they don't need to be us. You don't have to have multiple companies, but they want a good place to work. And that's one of the things I value about teaming up with, with Maddie, my mentor in this hotel group is like, I know that we're going to be number one in the boutique hotel space because we don't give a fuck about the unit count or how much money we're making. You know what we care about? What culture are we creating? How are we serving the people that are helping us grow this empire? And when we nail that, you can't touch us. That's That's the difference. Because the picture is bigger than money, right? Which drives people to you. you. You create a good culture. People want to work with you. People will get to a point. People would rather be more comfortable here, right? Than take more money. Mm -hmm. So in a a heartbeat, you know. So I'm a, we got a call on Thursday. I kind of had this manifestation of a company that I'm going to create. I haven't even spoke to you about it yet, but uh, it kind of came into my vision and uh, it's my legacy company. It's, it's a media company with four different sectors. podcasting. I've never talked about this podcasting sales um, with business coaching and then M&A and funding and raising money. And I've got the managers in place for each position. And I've had multiple conversations with these are, I call them the Avengers. These are the best at what they do. Super smart. You know how much they've asked me, how much money they're going to make, you know, how many times they've done it. Zero. Zero. Haven't even mentioned it. They're bought into the vision. They're bought into the mission. They're bought into who I am as a person. They know I will serve them, treat them well. That's when you know shit's about to take off. Exactly. And, and when you know, you know that it's for real, right? When you know that, that you know, they're, they're obviously excited about what they're getting themselves into because, uh, you know, the last question is always, okay, so how much money are we going to make? Right. When someone, when someone doesn't even ask that there's trust there, there there's, it's so much deeper than, than income. That's, that's a beautiful thing and a dangerous place to be in a good way. Yeah, exactly. And I think I would have ventured a guess like, dude, I would, I'd give up, (laughs) I'd give up almost everything to be 20 again and to go roll with you. Bro, if you got me when I was 18 out bartending, dude, I would have fucking, I would have, they wouldn't even, 
there wouldn't have been a cage big enough for this motherfucker. I would have fucking, I dude, I would have just saddled up right next to you and said, whatever you say, sir, let's go to work. Yeah, like, you know, that's exciting, man. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm excited. It's uh, like I said, you know, we had our, our first meeting um, today and for me, it's, it's still raw. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not something I'm used to, but, but Hey, you know, we roll with the punches and, 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 you know, through trial and error, you, it, it you know it becomes a machine you know if if i can if i can do this here right i can do it anywhere and that's the yeah. goal right mm-hmm. that's the goal to, to to have you know to literally just have a brokerage in every major market um and i think i think i think and this is my vision of the way i see it because i see it different than y'all because i have to market around it and i coach people that are building brokerages i believe that the the real estate agent space, but mainly commercial is so antiquated in the way that they operate that this market is only ready for a disruption. Like it is the disruption. It's so old school and done on backwards BS that with tech, like the way that we look at my New York client, technology-based, mission-driven, podcast-driven, like this way you really have the opportunity to create whatever you want because it's only been done a certain way for so long. That you know what? That is exactly the way I look at it. And, and that is what, you know, some of the, the biggest institutions that I work with, that's what they appreciate about me. Right. Because this is such a such a already drawn out written business, right? That you're supposed to do things a certain way, look a certain way. Uh, call a certain way, list properties a certain way. Um, when, when in necessity, you know, not necessarily true. If you kind of look outside the box, I, I can get that done 10 times easier, 10 times bigger, right? With 10 times more value and bring 10 times more exposure to, to, to our brand if we, if we do it our way. You know, we, we kind of, yes, it just takes, you know, it's a little bit outside the box and it takes a little bit more uh, you, you know, prospecting and stuff like that. Um, but it's a place where people will want to work, right? It's a, because you don't have to go start off and, and make zero and be the guy that cold calls, you know, for five years, you know, a hundred dollars a day and gives 50% of whatever you make to, to, to someone else. And then, you know, another 50% out of your 50% to the brokerage house and, and have someone over your shoulder every day, wondering how many calls you made and are you on par and, you know, it, 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 we're, it's just different. You know, we, we, we sell million dollar buildings. We sell hundred million dollar buildings. You know, wh- why not? You want us to list your property? No problem. We can do that too. You know, it, it's, it, it, it will be a one, a one-stop shop for anything and everything commercial real estate eventually. Right now it's multifamily based because, you know, I'm an expert in multifamily. Um, we're starting to get offices. I have offices. I have an office building for sale for like 16 million bucks. Um, and you know, you know, I just, uh, one of my, one of my agents, um, not that we'll get into the property management space, but one of my agents, you know, for the last, I don't know, 10 years was a property manager, like one of the biggest property management companies in California. Uh, you know, so, and, and, and he's chasing deals. So not, you know, not that we'll go into the, into the property management space, but, we come, we arise at a problem, you know, in a deal with, 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 you know, what can we do with these tenants? What can we do with that? Guess who, guess who knows? He does, you know, it's, it's, and, and in California, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, that happens a lot, you know, 
we just different. I want to build something different. I want to build something, you know, big, you know, the, the brokerage house that I opened and part partnered up with, you know, we're, we're in Beverly Hills, we're in Woodland Hills, we're in Studio City, we're in Miami, we're about to be in Dallas, um, you know, and, and, and uh, I'm excited. So uh, I got a, I got a young, youngish kid that I coach in, in New Jersey, in New York area, who's uh, doing great this month. He's crushing it. He's going to be taking over the New York, New Jersey expansion for the company. And I asked him, I said, how would you build a team? And I said, wait, let me answer that for you. You think that you would build your team on a bunch of people that look like you talk like you sound like you. Right. And he goes, yeah, I go, uh, eh, wrong. I said, you're in New York. There's multiple different businesses. I said, you need to find somebody that's an agent that has finance backgrounds. You need to find somebody that was on Broadway, who's an agent now, who has Broadway art people. You, you have to treat this like a baseball team. Do you cover all the bases? I have a friend who used to be a barrel racer in Texas, and all she does is sell $5 million ranches all day long because the people know her. You've got to get a group of people together that service different sectors of business to round out a, a whole brokerage, not just the same people doing all the same things. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. And, and you know, the thing is, the thing is, when you, you don't want to be that thing when, 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 you know, when other things arise with things that you're not familiar, Right. To, to have to outsource to people because this is this is you know this is America, dude. Even even to talk to somebody for five minutes about what you need to know, they're going to charge you, right? And, and even you know even if they don't and you do it on the limb, it won't it won't be as good as as just having it in house. You know how many things in house can you can you can you have? Can you can you you know property management? You know I got a guy that's an agent from healthcare. Um, yes, I already got you with that, bro. Don't even worry about that. One of my dudes is building up a monster. In the health insurance space, they're going to need a lot of real estate. You know, it's like, dude, that's what it's about, man. Like 90% of it is like, can you solve the problem internally? And how quickly can you do that? Get them the answer. You know what we have a problem with in America? Saying, I don't know. That's true. That's true. How about, I don't know, but I, you know what somebody asked me the other day? Tell me this, David, why the hell do I coach five wholesalers around the country when I've never wholesaled a property a day <laughs> in my life? And they say, what are you going to teach me, wholesaling? Nope. But I know the best ones in the country if you want to meet them. No. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's, it's you know, how, your network is your net worth, right? And, and, and you know, we, we, and that's a, that's a beautiful thing about the way, the way that I like to hire. Right. It's not because it's so untraditional and I'm not just because you put an ad out there for, for, you know, you put an ad out there for, for real estate agents. Right. Guess who's going to come? People who've only done real estate all their life. You know what I mean? You, the beautiful thing about just other people who want to get into real estate and you kind of meet them and, and you just have that click. You know, you have, you'll know. First of all, you'll you'll know if they're for you or not for you. Right. Or if you guys are, are meant to work together. And Chances are when they refer to you through other people um, or you meet them like the pizza guy or the, or the bank teller or whatever, they come from other backgrounds. So they bring so much more to the table, mm. you know, so much more to the table than just 
than, than, than freaking, you know, someone just like you who's done real estate all their life. What, what, am, I, what am I gonna learn from someone? Well, right? you, you know what's interesting? It really hit me. So I was at the Dallas Cowboys Club in Dallas with an Airbnb client who lived in the penthouse, right? And we're sitting next to the Cowboys coach and I'm sitting there and his, with his wife and we're talking about their Airbnb and I'm, I'm sitting there going, I'm going, man, I'm thinking about the waiters. You know, I did this for so long. You know, I'm thinking like, wow, I fucking wasted my fucking time. Right. Oh, fucking. And then in that moment, they order, I ordered their bottle of wine for them. And I was talking about the whiskey he was drinking. And when I went to the distillery and then when I was in France and it clicked, oh, that's why I know so much about hospitality and wine and liquor. So I can talk to really affluent people and share my experience and my story. This was all happening for me. Exactly. Why can Austin talk so quickly, be on phone calls with multiple people he doesn't know? It's because I've had 2.7 million conversations as a bartender, as selling wine. It's all happening for you. Yeah. You know, that's what I think, you know, like what is a, what am I going to learn from some person who sends me a resume that, that, you know, they just, they've done real estate all their life. Nothing, probably not a damn thing, but you know, from someone who wants to come into real estate, that's been in, you know, in the healthcare space, in the hospitality space, and, you know, a bank teller, a pizza delivery guy, you know, I could probably learn so much more, even from the pizza delivery guy about hustle, about grid, about showing up on time, about, you know, making sure you're hitting your routes, whatever. And all that can translate into whatever you, you make it, you know, um, you know, right with on my team right now. Right. It's myself. I got another young agent who's extremely well, he's just a young hustler. I got uh, another gentleman who, who we brought on who's just an amazing individual and he's a, he's a, he's a hell of a real estate broker and he sells snakes for a living. You know, I, I got, I got literally make six more than six figures, well over six figures as, on a, as a side business selling and breeding snakes. Right. I got another guy who just joined us from a, he, he's, you know, he, he's a, he's an amazing person. He's getting his license soon. So he's, he's just going to jump right in. He's been in the healthcare business for like, 10 years in like customer relations, right? The last 10 years. And my other guy, you know, he, he's been in the property management game for like 10 years. So it's, everybody, you know, brings a different element, different diversity, different hustle, you know? Uh, um, and, you know, the conversations that I'm having with, with my guy who also sells snakes at side business, it, it's amazing because I'm learning so much, you know what I mean? And, and, and vice versa. And, and no, it's not just about, oh, I've been doing real estate for 30 years and you know, I sell these properties or whatever. That's a boring conversation because that's people you deal with every day already. Dude, the, dude, the real estate space is the most boring fucking conversation on the planet. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I literally could not be put me to sleep. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever talked real estate with my mentor ever. You you want to talk about things, you know, shit you don't know, shit that shit that, you know, excite stuff that's going to excite you, stuff that you're not used to, stuff you don't know, you know, things that that baffle you. You know, what do you mean you sell snakes for thirty thousand dollars? You know, it's like, <laughs> that, well, dude, like, dude, I tell you a story because this is what it's this is. It's not about how much you make or whatever, what it means. Right. So there's a kid. Listen to the podcast. Text me. And. He said, hey, I used to be addicted to cocaine. I'm not anymore. I'm a young dad. Like, I want to get into real estate, blah, 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 blah. Okay. He goes, I'll fly to anywhere where you are. 
right? I'm in Georgetown at this time. And I look on his account, it says Round Rock. I go, hey, fuckhead, we're, you're four minutes away from me. How about you just drive? <laughs> and he goes, oh, I'll do that too. So he comes out to lunch. And so he works at Verizon, right? For 10 years with health insurance. And I said, what are you doing for extra money? And he says, at night, I'm delivering pizzas. And I said, stop. I said, stop what you're doing. You're coming to work for me. He goes, just like that? I go, the fact that you have a kid and you're hustling and delivering pizzas at night tells me everything I need to know. And what's happening now? Now he's helping me out in his business. He's getting coached by one of my buddies. Like that one DM he said, and by the way, he sent me a DM because I mentioned I love to mow grass on my podcast. And he was like, I love to mow grass too. Wow. Like that one thing right there might change his family's life for the foreseeable future. Yeah, Shoot man. your shot. Gosh. My favorite quote ever is shoot or shoot. Yes, dude. My underwriter, multifamily guy is the smartest guy I know. All he sends, he doesn't even talk to me besides this one text, shoot or shoot. Go, baby. You know, we, we, we work on, man, there's stuff that it's like, beyond, you know, just huge, huge numbers and, 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 you know, there's, there's no, there's no chance in hell that, you know, a hundred, whatever, 35 million bucks is going to be my biggest deal by the time I die. No, no way in hell, because I just, you know, every day we just find deals that are bigger than that. And it's about throwing offers at them. And, you know, and the way we look at it is if we don't try, we won't know. Right. That's the problem. People, people already fail, you know, the minute they think about if they even should do it because nah, it's, I'm, you know, and that's it. I'm unable to, or I will, I won't be able to. So Jim Rome is the OG. He's my dude. And he his favorite quote that he says is, you want to know what the top 1% that others don't do? They ask. If you do not ask or put offers in or see, or you fail before you even put on your socks, you don't even have the opportunity to get told no. So I, you, might as, you might as well shoot. I was coaching, I was coaching someone the other day uh, on Thursday and, you know, we're going through, we're going through kind of how I do things. And I showed him kind of how, you know, how I respond basically via email. Right. And I reach out to this guy. I asked him if there's a price in mind that would get him to sell. The guy responds to me, not necessarily looking to sell, but something around X amount of the price, uh, you know, would, would get us to make a move. So he's like, you know, and, and I'm showing him like, look, and then I, you know, we, we push, I send an LOI. He's like, he's like, fucking A, you see me, he's talking about himself, right? He's like me, as soon as that guy tells me that I'm not necessarily thinking to sell, you know, or I'm not, I'm not necessarily, you know, uh, want, I don't necessarily want to sell. I'm thinking it's a waste of my time. And I'm like, you see, that's where you and I differentiate from each other. Because the way I'm looking at it is it's not a waste of my time. Because if, if it was, why the fuck would you even give me a price? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're going to take the time out of your day to give me a price, right? Once, once you're giving me a price, I'm uh, now listen, if it's absurd, it's a different story, right? But if it's anywhere near, near reality, and you, if you were, really weren't open to selling, why the hell would you even bother giving me a price? I you know, think yeah, I think the two qualities that it, that can really get you to where you need to go is res, is resiliency and persistence. Absolutely, uh, persistence 
top of the list for me. I am like, I am like a crazy ex-girlfriend. If you don't give me the answer I want, I will fucking text you every morning until I get the response. We, we, we don't stop. We listen, we don't stop there in, in our, in, in my business, it's very easy to think, you know, you're having a good conversation with someone and they're like, all right, I'll send you the financials. And then they disappear on you for like three weeks. You know, we don't stop every three days. You're going to hear from me. Hey, just checking in on this, just checking in on this. And eventually what happens is, you know, that they send it, you know, like my juniors, they start going crazy. Oh, did they ghost us? I'm like, dude, just chill. Just keep reaching out. And, and then tranquila, out, of nowhere, tranquila. Yeah, out of nowhere, it just comes through. You know what I mean? Whatever you were waiting for comes through. And then you're like, see, I told you. So, so Matt, Matt at his peak was flipping between 140 to 170 houses a year. Well, they went through two years ago and looked at all their deals and they found out that 68% of the deals happen on the eighth. Yeah. For our content. Follow up is everything, man. Follow up is key. You know, follow up is key. It's you're not, Will you sell deals on your first time, second time, third time ending someone up? Absolutely. But, but, you know, it's, it's the later stuff that you're setting, you're, you're planting seeds. You know, that's another thing is when you're, when you're, when you're hitting up people to sell, right. That's why we never stop at no. That's the first thing I, I, I try to teach people. You don't stop at no, because if you're stopping at no, you're not extracting any information from someone. And how do you know that if you extract information from someone, you're not going to find out that, you know, there's a certain hold period. So they will sell in two years or in five years or in 10 years or, or, or whatever they're, you know, whatever the situation they think hinders them from selling that, you know, you with a, with a great buyer can overcome. Mm-hmm. You know, there's life happens. Life happens. Shit people, changes. People get divorced. Every business day. opportunities change every, every day. day, every day. I can call someone today and they'll give me a no and you call someone tomorrow and you'll get everything. You know, what's interesting. You know, I tell everybody read the book now, six months from now, you're a different person. Read it again. The book sounds different. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, it's life, life happens, dude. And people's mood change, you know, Monday is different from Friday, right? Someone, so I may contact someone on Friday and they just had a beer, a couple of beers or whatever. And they're going to give me a price when on Monday, they wouldn't even talk to, you know, my other cold caller. It's listen, it, instant gratification. Does it happen? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, planting the seeds, it's, 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 and, and, and by the way, if you are new and that does happen, uh, sorry to rain on your parade. It's called the law of favorability. Okay. Yeah. And you, when you start something, the universe rewards you in the beginning and then beat your ass up after that first one to see how bad you want. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it, it happens to the best of us, it happens to everybody. Right. And, and it takes for you to go through that to realize what it's, what it's really worth. One of the greatest things, my buddy, this guy who's very successful in business, he was very bad at a drugs drug dealer. And he decided to turn his life around. He said, he told the universe and God, I am going to be a leader of men. And he said, then God proceeded to beat my fucking ass for two years. And then he was like, okay, you really want this. I'm going to, I'm going to give it to you. And that's really what it is. Like, but I wouldn't have it any other way because it's what shaped me. It's what made me. It's these things. And, and, and it's, it's part of who I am. It's, 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 it's less about what I've accomplished and it's more about what's built me. 
Like, because that's really the, the rub. I tell people all the time, you know, when, listen, when you're born rich and you make money, it's very easy to, to keep money and to, because you already, you know, you, it's instilled in you what to do with it. But when you come from nothing and all of a sudden you make a lot of money, it takes for you to blow all that money. Right. And then go make it again to realize what it's really worth. You know, and, 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 and that's just, that's just reality because chances are when you go through a system, that's why kids, kids in today's world, whether you born rich or you're not born rich and you go make money, you're in a different place than, than, than I was, than you were, right? Because you can literally just go on YouTube and find out what to do with your money. There was none of that. Even when I, you know, I, I turned 18 in, in 2009, right? There, there was none of that still there, you know, even not until I was, you know, not until two, three years ago, can you really like go on YouTube and find out, you know, how to invest, how to, there was no fucking faint, you know, excuse me, bigger podcast. My, my favorite person in the entire world, Alex Hermosi, who makes like 1.4 million a week. This dude owns like six businesses is giving his shit away for free. There's no, you can't, <laughs> I listen to it every morning. You can't find better information in a book and that's free. And there's still motherfuckers out there that are bitching and moaning that the world owes them something. I mean, imagine, imagine, imagine they had that shit in the fucking nineties, in, in, in the, you know, early two thousands, it would game be over. a game changer, you know, like my, my mother, I'm, it's funny, has nothing to do with real estate, but when we were kids and, you know, we were teenagers, we're, you know, we're always like into cool shit or, you know, people used to think we're, you know, we're a little bit more popular than others. Uh, uh, my mom used to make jokes like, you guys should, should follow you. Your, uh, you guys should get a camera and, and just film everything you guys do on a daily basis. And I'm like, mom, are you fucking crazy? Like, who the fuck wants, you know, what, what are we retarded? And, and, uh, and uh, I obviously, excuse me for saying that word, but, um, but, but and look at now, freaking kids play with toys and make millions. Okay. But look, that's not the one I can. Okay. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with everything. Really, I'm open to crypto. I'm, you know, all the stuff. Kids making slime. The one I can't wrap my head around is other kids watching other kids play other video kids. games. Yeah, that's what that's the one I can't. Yeah. Dude, I used to love NBA Jam. I want to play for myself. I don't want to watch other people play NBA Jam. It's insane, dude. Hundreds of millions of views, like 60 million. Of, you know, uh, you know what uh, they've been doing, right? They're doing that and they're kind of sneaking business stuff in there. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. You know, like it's super smart. Absolutely. And captive audience. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, you know, you know, podcasts getting bought, you know, bought out and stuff like that. And it, it's just, you know, we're in a different world. We're literally in a world where, where you can fall on 50 grand, 100 grand mm-hmm. and, and go just literally YouTube how to quadruple it. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's it. You just follow the formula and, and, and it works. You know what I do respect about the younger age? I know a lot of people dog on them. I don't. But what I do respect about the younger age is they're not acceptable of a 50K salary like it's the be all end all. That's, yeah. that's not even the starting point anymore. And I totally respect the shit yeah. out of that. You know what the beautiful thing, the beautiful thing about, about younger people these days that I see is they're just, because of everything that's around them, they're just on different wavelengths, you know. They, they, you know, 18 years old, 17 years old, they're already thinking about how do I buy property? How do I do Bro, this? I got, I got a 24 year old down in Texas. He's got a 870 yeah. units. Like it's fucking oh. crazy. 
all I was worried about at their age is how big my, you know, my, my blunt's going to be like literally, you know, li- literally dude, not even kidding. You know, and, and, and it's just like, you know, it, it's beautiful. It, it's, it's fucking awesome, man. It, it, you know, they're just, and they have the world at their fingertips, you know, I, so the ones that do take advantage of it way ahead of, you know, I have a 20 year, a 21 year old kid that I'm coaching. Um, and you know, he, he's just dialed. I got him like dialing all these bigger properties for me just to bring, you know, bring a deal. And he like gets stressed out because uh, he's bringing stuff with prices. And then I'm telling him like, Hey, it's not worth it. Just keep going. And you can mm-hmm. see stressed out. And he's like, man, what, you know, what, what do you tell yourself? I'm like, man, let me tell you something. You are so fucking far ahead. dude. So far ahead. You have no idea. Like whatever I tell you, whatever I'm telling you right now, just times it by like a hundred. Dude, I got, I got four 23 and under coaching clients. I literally tell them guys, (laughs) you are 15 years younger than me. Just do this for the next three years and you'll be retired at 30. Exactly, dude. And, and you know, he, he kind of takes a step back. He's like, all right. But it's it's unbelievable. You know what I tell him this morning? You know, what I told him this morning, do you know why it doesn't hurt that much when you fail? Because all you're falling from the couch to the floor. That's true. That's absolutely- you ain't got nothing. Fucking shoot your shot. You know, when you when when time is on your side, right? And that's all they have is time on their side, your your weight way ahead of everybody now don't get me wrong it, it is very 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 possible for an older individual to accomplish extraordinary things the problem is he's got to be right like on the money when when they do it right and they so, get to know they you know what you know what it is uh anthony my my co-host does this does this argument like you know how back in the olden days in the civil war it used to be on a boat or a ship and, and they couldn't waste their cannonball shot, right? So they would shoot pistols to see the trajectory, and then they would shoot the cannon. So you as young guys have a machine gun, and us older guys have to have a sniper rifle. Exactly. And it's got to hit. You know, it's just like I, I think it was Jim Rohn that was talking about it that I was listening to. It was, it was, uh, it was like a motivational speech, and he was, he was just saying that, you know, when, when, you, when you're younger, you know, you, you have time on your side. So it's much easier to fail, to fail forward, right? And, and you just have to be – you have to be – on point, um, you know, when you're older, because it's much harder to accomplish extraordinary things with little time left than it is with, with a lot of time. Um, That's but nonetheless, people should never get discouraged. You should never, you should never, ever, ever, you know, never get discouraged, never, never give up, never think. Listen, if a human being has done it, anybody can do it. Literally. Yeah, I'm straight. And, and if you haven't, like wherever you've gone, you've only used like 20% of where you could actually go. Like the moment that you start like, and I'm sure you felt this and we'll wrap it up here. The moment that you start breaking barriers in business, that's when you go, oh, whatever the fuck I want. Here's what's weird. And this is just weird. So I have a coaching client who's big in affiliate marketing. Everybody knows I'm a networker. So I've been getting into this, like recommending software or masterminds or something. I've made three grand in the last two weeks for sending a sentence or an email. And I'm thinking to myself like, oh, oh, it's really whatever you want it to be. That's three grand, baby. That's I don't need it to live on, but that's extra money. So don't tell me. 
that that was six words. Crazy. It's crazy, man. Life is a beautiful thing. You know, once you, once you, once you like realize, you know, the, the true potential of your thoughts and your actions put together, Mm. you can do anything. You can, you can, you can can make, you know, if it's money, you can make it out of thin air. Mm -hmm. Literally, you know, Dude selling snakes for 30K, baby. This is my dude. I can't wait to hang out with this guy. And that's on the low end. Dude. <laughs> that's on that's, the low end. That's my dude. So if yeah. people want to follow the journey, they want to see about the new company. How would they do that? Yeah, we uh, you know, they can they can follow me on Instagram. It's it's um at the David Cohen. Uh, you know, we just have our company page, it's Cohen Company. Um and you know all of that will be growing, but you know uh, otherwise they could just you know just just uh, just stay close, man. Every, everything everything we thank God everything we do kind of makes noise. So um, you know if anybody ever needs any advice or, or you know you know the deal, Austin, they can reach. Yeah, out all you got to do is DM the guy. He will he will literally open up the doors. But that's not what I'm so excited about. What I can't wait to do is to come down to the new office and Austin Linney leads a sales training meeting. That's Everything. what I can't wait to do. You let me know, dude. But, but, but let, let it be known. When I come in, I'm going to be strutting. I'm going to put on my finest. You, you'll still be in your tracksuit, but I'm going to roll up in there like I mean business. <laughs> you're, you're, you're going to need to here. <laughs> I know. dude. Want, you're going to want to. <laughs> I, told, I told everybody, when I go to New York for my clients, I can't let them see one itch of fear. You got to come in there fucking ripping metal. You know, it's a different world, you know? This is, uh, you know, it's, yeah, you'll, you'll see. It's, you know, it's, it's super cool. Um, super modern, uh, you know, yeah, you'll, 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 you'll like, I I can't wait. It'll be. Can't wait. Well, I appreciate it, my brother. Thank you. You got it guys. Yeah. If you like this episode, send it out to your friend, share it with somebody that'll get some value from it. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Construct Your Life with Austin Lenny. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to start constructing your life by taking immediate action on what you learn. For show notes, resources, and more information on one-on-one coaching with Austin, visit constructyourlifepodcast.com.